what's good, gang? What is good? It's episode number 55. We had to fact check it. 55 of Brother Around. I'm your host, Wes Gardner. Call me the hobo. And we, we, what is the old, I wish I had all my Tolkien knowledge up to snuff, but the Grey Havens. Someone has set sail to the Grey Havens of, of the Brother Around podcasting time. Yeah. And it is our, we, we hug Gandalf, we hug Mori, and then she sets sail to the greener pastures of the Grey Havens. So, as of right now, uh, we are going to be the three amigos, the three musketeers, the, what's another three, uh, three thing? If, if Twix had a third bar, if they had the left bar and the right bar, and there was like a third middle bar, which they should probably do, actually, now that I think about it. But yeah, we're gonna miss Maury. Uh, she's just taking a leave of absence a little bit. Yeah. You know, uh, she'll be back. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll miss her definitely. But she always has a seat at the Brother Around table. Absolutely, and, uh, can't yeah, wait so. for her to come back. Um, if you're watching the video archive, which you should be on the Twitch.tv/slash/Precipice Podcast, uh, that whole network, or on YouTube, like days and days and days later. Did I ever post 50, episode 54 on YouTube? Probably not. Nah. I- I'll nah. be honest. I'll be honest, like the last few episodes of both Pod Errors and Gimmick Bag, I have not put up on, on the YouTube archive yet. It just, oh, wow. I just keep forgetting. Yeah, it's sad, sad stuff on the YouTube thing. Um, yeah. But anyways, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, you see the brand new layout. We got our Twitters up. We got the, all the sponsorship stuff mm-hmm. where you can find us on Twitch and yep. YouTube. All that stuff just for you guys. But uh, I'm joined, of course. Mr. Marco Flores, Nerd in the Bay. How are you, sir? So I got some money uh, in the middle of last week, and I invested in something. So I am proud to announce I am investing in Titus World Slide product. <laughs> Titus World Slide! <laughs> World Love Slide! It. So great. <laughs> I was really worried you were about to say you invested in Bitcoin, and I was about to like turn off turn off the episode. I was about to be like, "Well, that's uh, that's the wrap for us." Yep. It looks like brothering around is just out of the two. Yeah, yeah. Like, Tommy, I don't feel so good. <laughs> um, I I don't want to go. <laughs> just fractals happening. Yeah. Oh. Right. Oh, oh man. we'll talk about the Titus stuff, by the way, for sure. Um, yeah. And then, of course, we got Mr. Todd EVF in the house. How are you, sir? Um, I've been job hunting myself bald, as you can tell. Yeah, it works, so. man. Oh, we're the bald trifecta now, man. Like, yep. that's, you could just get our, uh, you know, they make wax. They make like yeah. wax you can put on your head after you shave. And I was like, I don't know about oh, yeah. all this. I mean, my, my thing was, like, I don't take it down to the skin. I take it pretty damn close, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was not intended. Like, I had trimmed it up, and I'm like, I can't get the back of my neck. So I'm like, oh, can yeah. you just take care of this real quick? Because I, I do all my own haircuts. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. And all of a sudden, I hear, um, and I'm just like, give me the fucking razor. <laughs> <laughs> give it, hand it to me. <laughs> The rest of it just goes, and I'm just like, all right, well, this is the way it is. This is my life now. (laughs) This is where I live. Um, I will say, and Marco, you can probably be there with me. So, so Marco, have you baked it before? Have you, like, full-on razor blade? Like Never, ever. 
Dude, you guys should. Once you once I, you do it one time, I'll say I'll say go, the first you time. Go back. You never go back, man. Like once you go big. Yeah, once you go big, you know what they say. Um, <laughs> even the, it's like I don't know what they actually say, but I mean, uh, <laughs> but yeah, once you, it's a hurdle. But once you pass it, you'll you will never look back. You'll be like, oh no 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 no. Let me just be in the shower for an extra ten minutes and like. You get the shave cream, you put it on, and then here's the pro tip. I'll tell you guys the pro moves. You do the big stuff, you go over once, then you use conditioner, like shampoo, mm. cheapo, doesn't even cost it, like dollar conditioner. Put it on, and your head gets like super slick. But it doesn't have that weird, shiny cue ball look mm-hmm. to it that you'll see like the bad Vegas magicians. They all have like the shiniest head you've ever seen. But you don't get that. Yeah. That Your natural like skin oils make sure you don't do that but they sell like actual like putty almost like a clay wax that you can put on and yeah it makes your head look like it got out of a car wash or something it's ridiculous <laughs> okay it's like all buffered out <laughs> like pitbull for 10 bucks hey i asked for two coats not just one <laughs> uh, you said it was the rinse uh the rinse that won't <laughs> leave any of the dust on my head <laughs> It's like that purple, like paste. It's like, yeah. like split on your head and buff it out. Yeah, like when Ross got his uh, tan in the tanning bed, <laughs> like two, two, two tens or two eights in the front or something. Oh, so <laughs> good. Balance it out. <laughs> See, and I, I can't. Um, I couldn't do the bick. I, I just couldn't. Like, I have really sensitive skin to begin with. Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah. So. If it like this, you know, it's just straight, just a straight electric. I mean, no guard, nothing. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, all right, if I go any lower, then I risk uh, my like it's starting to break out. And so like it's the same gotcha. thing yeah, down yeah. here, you know. For sure, right. For sure. Um, but I could see using something like um, like magic. Um, if you're familiar with it, uh, it's you. It's basically like a kind of like a uh, almost like a nair but for facial hair ah. <laughs> and you use that and just put it on, you let it do its work. And then you just take like a card and just that's it. That's cool. So it's, it's an interesting thing. Um, it's, I've had to use that in the past when I've worked jobs where they're like, you can't have any facial hair. And I'm just like, but if I shave more than once a week, this just becomes a red mass. Yeah, I'm oh just God. like, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's so true. Oh, uh. That's so that's so weird though. Like I wonder so the magic stuff, does it smell like Nair? Because Nair smells like if you had a bucket of dead animals and then like left it like roasting in the sun forever. It's because you're like, oh <laughs> it's like formaldehyde so and if you use the liquid, yes. But if you get the powder and kind of mix it yourself, not so much. Oh, gotcha. Um so, I mean, you just take the powder, you take some uh, water and kind of just apply. It's gotcha. it's not too, too bad. But, yeah, no, the, the Nair smell is absolutely horrible. It's the and, worst uh, thing. It's like a circus clown, like, hospital room. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's the weirdest. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. It's, well, like there's I, nothing quite like it. I'm, like, I... I Obviously, based on my physique, I've never gotten into bodybuilding or anything like that. But there have been times where I've had to be hairless. And, yeah. I mean, taking a razor is just like, the th- first off, it. it's too much work. And yeah, secondly, right. because of the sensitive skin, it causes issues. So my only other option was yeah. Nair. 
and I'm going through like a whole bottle. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Cause the only time I've ever mm-hmm. used Nair is I was in high school and it was for track and we had mm-hmm. to wear those like rash guards or whatever. Yep. Uh, because whenever we were out doing track for whatever reason, it was like 40 degrees and they're like, Oh, you need to use these special type of deals. But if you have like a lot of hair on your legs, what's going to happen is it's going to pull hair out. Like the way the fabric is like double and triple layered or whatever. Yeah. It would grab on leg hair and just yank it. And they're like, it's the worst thing in the world. So your best bet (laughs) is just to nair. And I was like, okay, great. So I got one of the little, you know, the things of nair and you're not kidding. Like you have to use the whole bottle and then it's the weirdest, like it's not like a jelly, but it looks like it would be just runny. Like, you would just pour it out, mm. but you can't. It's, like, the weirdest. It smells bad. It feels like gack. And then you, like, rub it. And then, like, it, 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 like, casts around. And you're like, okay, I have to leave this on for, like, 25 minutes or something. Like, mm. and I can't touch anything. And I have to wash my hands. But I can't wash my hands yet. And, like, all this weird stuff. But then whenever you go to, like, take it off. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the worst thing. Because it feels like your leg is being slowly like if you were taking a saw to a tree and like okay going like this to mm-hmm. it or, or like you know you know whenever you get a kebab or like one of those like hero sandwiches and they have the big meat thing that's there and they have to like go down the side yeah. and like get your slices of meat that's what it feels like it feels like you're doing that to your leg cuz every time you go down your leg another massive strip of hair comes off and you're like uh. what the like you're like, oh, so, I'm dying. So the the secret is, um, I mean, this is from my experience because I had to I had to do it several times. Um, you trim it. You trim the hair first. So you do that. You don't need to use as much because, like, a full bo- like, bottle like this size, you know, um, it. I think I used maybe three quarters of the bottle. Between, uh, you know, arms, legs, chest, oh, wow. back, you know, yeah. so wasn't too, too bad. But at the same time, I mean, if if I didn't do the 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 pre-treatment of like, oh, let me go and take the electric and just kind of just cut everything down and do wait a day. Yeah, it like because mm. you after you shave it, after you shave down, you can't do it right away because the skin's still like kind of like, listen, you've already done something to me. Don't fucking do anything yeah, else. Yeah. Let me take a, give it a breather. Yeah. Give, give me 24 hours and then we're good to go. Um, but you do that. And yeah, I mean, it takes, uh, after applying, it takes like anywhere between 12 and 20 minutes. And it is the worst fucking time you'll experience of just standing there going, what, what time is it? How, how much time do I have? Uh, and it's just, I mean, you, you got that. Yeah. Uh, another thing is gloves. Gloves are by far the best thing to use. Uh, try uh, and and the other thing is it's it's going to sound weird, but try to do it like uh, when you're battering chicken, right? Mm. So you got the the clean oh. hand, wet hand method, right? Uh, so you yeah, got the yeah, clean yeah, hand, yeah. and that's for like, okay, I got to wash this glove off and shit. And then you have yeah. the wet hand that has the glove and that's one doing all the applying until you get to the point where you're like, all right, I got to do stuff on this arm here yeah. because I mean, the one hand can just kind of take care of all the rest of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's see the, the thing that I think another, uh, like few of the guys in track had to do is like one guy was telling me that basically he would just put the nair on 
And then he would have his mom or dad like spray him down with a water hose afterwards. So I thought that he was like a like a farm animal. Like they were giving him a bath. Like they were like walking him out to a garage and they're like like spraying him down. He's like, he's like, yeah, just getting all hosed down. Now there, the thing is, there are there are types. I like how we're starting things off with first off Microsoft figures shit, and then into like body grooming, which is. Yeah, I mean, we'll this is this quick, is a weird episode. The quick, the quick, the quick uh, Snoop Dogg right here yeah. for everybody. A message to Xbox One or Microsoft or whoever the fuck y'all fucking server is fucking whack, man. Y'all gonna make me switch to PlayStation if y'all don't help me get this shit fixed. It's that difficult to play somebody online. What the fuck is you doing, Bill Gates? Fix your shit. <laughs> man. What the fuck is you doing, Bill Gates? Oh, that's the best part. Yeah. But I mean, we go from from that to like body grooming, which is interesting. And then the whole I mean, it, it just there's types of nair which um, you don't have to like scrape off, which is good. Yeah. So it's just like you apply, you wait your time and then get that that hot shower going. <laughs> <laughs> your dream looks like a murder happened. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> you you, you stuff down not. like a poodle. Like into the thing, it's like nothing but hair just sticking yep. out. Like ah, yep. Yeah, and all this this nair tech. It's it's <laughs> right. horrible. It is horrible. Welcome to the nair cast. That's what yeah. we're uh, our right. new sponsor. I'm going to make room on the new layout. <laughs> the new layout. It's going to have a nair logo on it. Fuck you, farmers only. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. You're not picking up the slack. And it, and the nairs is going to like. Like slide down on the screen. <laughs> oh, we hit a little buzzer, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. and then like it's, yeah. it's yeah. the Nair minute. We do the splatter <laughs> wipe. Nair it's, transition. It's just pink, like goo, just bleh. yeah. Because oh, it is too. It's like Pepto Bismol pink. If I remember some of right. it, some of them are. Some yeah. of them are. Um, some of them are like a uh, very like Metamucil white. So <laughs> this is just like. That it, it's not. There's no way in the world that's good for you. Like no. there's no. There's not a single bit of science that can come back and nope. tell me that nope. that thing. It's like putting pesticide on your skin. That's kind of, because it's like this. Is, this will kill all your hair. Yeah. Enjoy. Um, and it's so, marketed. So so my advice for people: if you are serious about getting rid of unwanted hair, pay to get it taken care of. Professionally, oh, for sure, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, if you if no you want to, you know, you have uh, uh, shoulder hair, you're you're lifting that kind of stuff. Uh, I mean, it's fine, but you can always just go and pay what 50, 60 bucks, have it all waxed. It's yeah. a lot easier, less maintenance for oh, you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they <laughs> have to, yeah, they clean it up, man. Get that shit yep. out. Here. Yep. Well, for sure. <laughs> oh fuck. But talking about slippy and slidey, uh, <laughs> so we got that Titus, <laughs> Titus Worldwide, <laughs> maybe the best thing that's ever happened at a Royal Rumble. Yeah, the, the greatest house show. And that it, it, it really was the greatest house show. But let me tell you, <laughs> man, if please get, but we'll we'll get to the Titus thing because that's like the highlight of all of it. Like that was the best thing. Well, but, it's it's up there with highlights. There's another highlight, but you had to have listened to the 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 Hindi um, commentary. Uh, <laughs> I bet they would erupt. Uh, they so, went fucking crazy. There, there was 
I'll tell you just as the first match of Triple H versus John Cena. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Tone Setter. Good God! Like yeah. they couldn't get the announcers couldn't get a word in edgewise. Like it reminded me of the Hogan Rock thing from WrestleMania 18. Like that's yeah. the total vibe I got from it. Was like God, these guys. Anything these guys do, they can walk, and the crowd goes ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It was it was so surreal. And then it's funny because you could tell that the crowd was very much a sports entertainment crowd. And because, oh, God, Randy Orton, same way, man. Randy Orton's music hit, and good Lord. You it thought they would fl- they flipped the building upside down. Yeah. Like, crazy. And th- they did it for somebody else, too. And I was like, really? That person? Daniel Bryan didn't get a very big pop, no. which was surprising. There's uh, a few of them. There's a, there's a few of them that didn't get good pops, and they kind of deserved it. Um, interesting side note, uh, when they were kind of setting up this entire thing, the, the, the prince of Saudi Arabia was kind of just like, can we get the ultimate warrior and Yokozuna in the rumble? <laughs> and they were just like, uh, um, yeah, we, we kind of can't do that. That's sort of impossible. <laughs> but it's just like, the- I, they did not know that they had died. Yeah. So it's it's very much a sports entertainment crowd. Yeah. And I mean it's like they got some 80s stuff and then like some modern stuff within the last like 2 or 3 years yeah. because they knew those people and I mean I don't fucking know what they were thinking but uh the whole show was fucking weird. <laughs> it was it was so surreal and like good on our boy Callisto by the way. Mm-hmm. For making a name for himself at that show. Because, like, he yeah. came out and people were like, meh. But then give it three minutes and everyone was like, lucha, lucha. Oh, the whole yeah. crowd was yeah. just yeah. over, dude. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't quite get the tone of what was going on. And I will say, I have never seen Shinsuke Nakamura more angry than that entire match. Because I don't know what was going on. I think it was like a beach ball in the crowd or something. Like, something was happening during the AJ Nakamura match. Mm-hmm. Because both of them kept... They stopped wrestling and, like, looked. They, like, kept looking over to see, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then as the match keeps going on and on, you could just tell. If you watch Shinsuke's face during the whole thing, he is not having any of it. And yeah, it's no. funny because I would argue their match at the Greatest Royal Rumble was better than the WrestleMania match. Uh, it just was paced better. I think they got yep. more stuff in. Like it mm. didn't seem like they were really crunched for time as much as they were on the first one. Right. Like I enjoyed it. They had room to breathe, but they were mad. Like both of yeah. them were very like AJ kept his composure a little better, but you could even tell with him some of the stuff whenever they're trying to call spots or something. He's like shaking his head and all this stuff. But Shinsuke's just mad. He's just death staring like the crowd, like, mm. like <laughs> he's, he's not having it. Dude. Yeah, I I was happy about that though. I mean, I loved I I loved the fact that Shinsuke was so annoyed. It, it really added, at least for me, to, oh, to him being like a total shitbag heel, right, which I'm right. loving. Oh, and heel uh, Nakamura is a genius move. Like his his new music too. Like I, I wonder what group that is. Like um, if they, I want to say they're called Shadows of the Fall, maybe or something like that. Yeah, um, I can look it up real quick. But yeah, it's just it was 
it's just interesting. Like you get the basic Nakamura WWE music. You get some guitars in there, mm-hmm. like a little bit more. Like it's kind of like we had um, at uh, WrestleMania, right? Where it was just he when he came out, they had the guitar playing and stuff like that. It was kind of like that was a prelude to the whole of this, mm-hmm. which I was oh, like yeah. kind of interesting in, uh, interested in. And it's just like you look at it now, and it, it's uh, Shadows of the Shadows of the Sun. That's the, oh, the gotcha. name. Yeah. yeah, that's the name of the mm-hmm. band. Uh, this, the entrance theme is called Shadows of a Setting Sun um, because, I mean, before it was, what, the, the Rising Sun or whatever, that kind of stuff. So let's let's play off that. Mm, but right. um, I've had people go, what's this? Why does Nakamura have a rap song now? And right. I'm just like, that's not a rap song. Like, yeah. that, <laughs> is, no. that is angry Japanese, like rock that yeah. is what that yeah. is like there is no two ways about that and yeah. i i enjoy it I, I i do it's one of those and the thing is like you you i've watched youtubers watch his entrance video and they're just like oh this is this is interesting it's the same fucking what <laughs> right yeah so that way it doesn't get stale. It doesn't turn yeah. into the Fandango, like, oh, way. we're going to do the same thing for eight years. But what yeah. it reminded me of whenever it started is because I, I just had to look it up just to see who mm-hmm. the music was by. But Kenta, in his run in pro wrestling, Noah, went through his gangster rap phase. <laughs> and, oh, dude, it was fucking rad. <laughs> like, he would come out, and it was my favorite phase. Like, I'm telling you. For people that don't know about Hideo Tommy, I know he's not doing the, all the stuff in WWE, but go watch him in Pro Wrestling Noah from like 2003 to 2007-ish, and that guy is an assassin. Like, everything he did was perfect. Like, he would wear two t-shirts to the ring so he could wear a t-shirt, take off the t-shirt, sign it, and throw it into the crowd. And then he'd do the same yeah. thing with dog tags. He would just like, he just came out to this gangster rap music. So he came out to DMX. <laughs> then after that, he came out to, he came out to Twista. Then after that, he came out to TI. Then he came out to Waka Flocka Flame. Oh, like, I was on it. Like, you hear him, you hear that music and you're like, oh, he's gonna, he's like New Jack, but in Japan. <laughs> like, he just comes out and he's just ready for it. He's like, give me somebody, I'm gonna kick him in the face. Like it was the best. So, so as soon as I heard the hip hop style stuff and the harder rock start, I was like, "Oh yes, please do that same gimmick because I'm a big fan of it." So, so do you think that it would be a smart idea to kind of put two fellow Japanese wrestlers with uh, Shinsuke on SmackDown? Make it a heel stable with him yeah. and Tozawa, and you are no, money, yeah. money. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I would buy Shinsuke, everything. Tazawa and fucking Hideo. Just. Can you imagine? And then they have the three-way dance against like Adam Cole, Roderick Strong, and let's put like Cassius Ono in there. I mean, you, I mean, you got that, but then you also have AJ Gallows and Anderson because yeah, they're all on SmackDown. It's so. like, come on, man, come on! I like, mean, that's, just that was a make... strategic, very strategic storytelling move. Yeah, they need to, what they need to do, they need to do the Japanese stable, and they need to dress in suits, like the Yakuza, mm-hmm. fucking, that's it, dude, they all dress like Bushi, and you're done, they like, all dress dude, like Bushi. that's great, dude, 
Oh, I'm, we're gonna they kind of like there's fucking a Bushi and benefactor. fucking Naito and shit. And Funaki's the mysterious benefactor. Yes! Oh my god! That would be perfect! And like, oh, he's almost like a Mr. Fuji character. Shit, that would be genius. And they all say no speak English. That's the name of the fucking stable! Oh my god, it's just called no speak English! And then they have it in Japanese written right under it. Oh, It's like a new Bullet Club shirt, dude. Holy shit. Though, I mean, it, it'd be nice to, to utilize the guys you got, but if they were to bring in maybe some some former Chaos guys to uh, yeah. run with them. I mean, they have a few on the roster. Brian Kendrick, for example, was part of Chaos. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, they're not doing shit with him, really. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. no kidding. Um, oh, I'm, now I'm thinking about all the people. You can bring in the freaking Marafuji. You can bring in so many people that are yeah. just kind of in limbo right now, just kind of in that... Japanese mm-hmm. wrestling purgatory to where, well, they're kind of coming out with Pro Wrestling Noah again. Well, they have, of course, New Japan. But what about All Japan? And that's trying to become a thing again. And like, It's got a streaming service. Yeah. I mean, it's there's so much amazing potential that you can bring in and make a true stable. Because, I mean, oh, and then to put the just the seal on it, add Asuka to it. Like, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> dude, that's like game over, man. Like, yeah. you see that stable come in, and I don't care how many two sweets and all that shit you got, that you see that stable of, like, eight top-tier perfect Japanese wrestlers walk down, and you're like, you're not winning this match. Like, and, no. And we need we need Kana. We don't need Asuka. We yeah. need Kana with the fucking face pain and shit. Well, and she needs, yeah, and she needs to go heal, and that'd be a perfect thing. The like, oh, she tries to beat Charlotte again and it doesn't work. And she keeps yep. trying and she can't do it. She can't do it. So then just like Shinsuke, fucking low blow, whatever you got to do, like you could do the heel turn. So all of these people that are sore losers, but they're all extremely good and extremely violent. Yes. Like, just make it happen. Just make it happen. Let them do shit. Let him do a real go to sleep to people. Like... Talk about like, it like, yeah, he broke someone's orbital bone. Like, show that shit. Show a clip of it and be like, you don't want to mess with that guy because he will literally break your face. I mean, <laughs> you put you put Shinsuke and, and Hideo as a team. They've both, under the WWE, broken somebody's orbital bone. Yeah. With, with their Crazy. finish. And it's like, come on. They're, this kind of tells you something. That's the only setup together. you need. Yeah, that's the only setup you need. It's like these guys actually hurt people, yeah. <laughs> and that's and then they they're instantly heels. Yeah, you know, um, that's it. It's the same way that Brock is always, always, always going to be a heel. Brock Lesnar is always going to be a heel because he drives elbows into people's faces and makes them bleed. So he's yeah. always yeah. a heel forever. Mm. The, a good guy is not going to bust someone open hard way. Like, <laughs> no, you're not going to ever book him that way. But you don't need to. Like. He is even bigger, like Brock is even bigger than the heel face type thing. Oh, yeah. It's almost yeah. like a Stone Cold where he's a, he's an in-betweener. People love him because they hate him so much, but because he's so good, it's like, well, okay. Um, mm-hmm. But by the way, we'll, we'll kind of steer it back into the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, I did not, I mean, we'll talk about this just a little bit. I want to, you know, we always talk about this and everything. How fucking good is Daniel Bryan? Jesus Christ. That guy. He had 
You just miniature, miniature four and a half star matches with about thirteen people over the course <laughs> of an hour. Right. Yep. Like him and Kurt Angle. Yeah. They, him they and Roderick were, Strong. Oh, <laughs> after that, his chest is all like hamburger meat. Yeah. Ugh. But like, I saw, and I, you, in theory, you're like, yeah, Daniel Bryan, Kurt Angle would be a really good match. But then you see them both working together, and here are two guys that are absolute Hall of Fame, no doubt, mm-hmm. like, be all end all technical wrestling types. And they know it and they love it, but they're also both hurt. Like, like chronically like their their bodies have been through some shit so they know how to work hurt and then you get both of them together and they're both like kind of on their prime you know i mean like maybe a little past their prime for both of them but they still know how to go and like i didn't know that's what i wanted to see until they started like grappling and doing the suplexes and i was like right bro like oh get everyone else out of that ring like i want to see this right now um (laughs) One of the guys that surprised me was uh, Goldust. Yeah, I mean, man, he can go, yeah. dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, his dude. his work is gradually at his age. You would think like, oh, and, and I mean, it's not a shot towards Dustin at all, but at his age, you would think, you know, kind of slow things down a bit. You know, yeah. don't you know, kind of play it a little safer. Yeah. I mean, his work has gotten so much better in the last five years. Oh yeah, than back when he was the natural. In WCW. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think being with R-Truth has done wonders. Mm -hmm. Because R-Truth is a guy that's really subtle in how fast he is. And, like, Ron Killings is just... I I still think he is one of my favorite in-ring guys ever because of how versatile he is. Like, he... And he never comes up in the conversations. But if, like, we have our list of our boys... Like, the people mm-hmm. that don't get a lot of, like, you know, Dean Malenko or Perry Saturn. Like, those guys yeah, are some boys. R-Truth. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. R-Truth is absolutely R-Truth. on my list. Because, yeah, both of those guys. Because they got it. And, like, they they are the type that they could go, they could leave, maybe work somewhere six months, and they'll main event a Tokyo Dome show. Like, well, no well, doubt look at, Well, look at R-Truth. When he left WWF. Mm-hmm. And well, it was, I think it may have transitioned to WWE at that point when he left and then started working with the NWA yeah. and then the up and coming TNA. I mean, he made a, he made an opportunity for himself there. And honestly, I still think that that was some of the best work he's ever done. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, he got a he got a world title push out of it. Like that's that fucking tells you something with the NWA yeah. World Championship, which at the time didn't mean as much. Yeah, but it still had that long but lineage. A heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bunch of guys like that that are just like genuinely amazing that people forget about all the time. Like, I don't know if like it's still like homicide is one of those guys mm-hmm. to where you watch homicide work and you're like, fuck man, this guy's real good. Yeah. And then, uh, Oh, who was it that took over the, uh, was it homicide that took over the ring of honor training stuff after Daniel Bryan left? Who did he pass it to? He passed it to somebody. Um, I need to look it up now. It may have been homicide, but I don't think so. Uh, it was someone that Daniel Bryan trained. And, like, who is also one of those guys that uh, – now I'm going to look it up. Um, 
Why am I drawing a blank? Delirious. That's who it is. Mm. So yeah, Delirious is like a technical marvel. If you see him work in a shoeless bastard, <laughs> and like, oh, it's it's funny now. And, and apparently, Cheeseburger is now training for Ring of Honor. Like he's the he's the main trainer. Him and Will Ferrara. Um, Good old Cheeseburger. Che- cheeseburger, fucking, he'll do whatever it takes to get booked. So oh, yeah, I man. mean, he's a he, great person. To he's have. a talented version of Virgil, is yeah. the way I think of. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the. <laughs> he's actually been in high profile matches, and. <laughs> I mean, they've made that. the comment time and time again that uh, that uh, Wrestle Kingdom that they don't fly Cheeseburger out. Cheeseburger will Cheeseburger will actually we'll book fly. his own flight and then get booked on the show, <laughs> like. He'll pay his own way. He's like, man, I just want to be on the show. Thanks. Yeah. He's every promoter's dream. How can I get it? Please. How can I get in, brother, brother? I'll do it for free, and I'll pay my way, and my hotel. And it's like, well, sure, you can do whatever the fuck you want if you want to do all that. Like, yeah. We yeah, don't, don't eat much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just feed me a few dollar menu meals, and we'll be fine. They take him to Ribera. He has food for like a month. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets one of those jackets, and he can wear it like a... He can wear it like a circus tent, like one of those. <laughs> like, it's so big on him. Uh, we need to find a way to freaking get Rivera jackets, though. Like, all three of us. And we need to get one for Maury, too. We need to get Rivera jackets. We need to just say, we, we okay, here's the deal. We're going to train for six months. So we're going to lo- look like professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go into Rivera's Steakhouse and be like, I mean, I heard this is a place for wrestlers. And they'll just hand us, they'll ask us what color jacket. So we'll have to each either get different color jackets like the Infinity Gems or we'll be like <laughs> or like Power Rangers with Barbera stuff on. Oh, or, man. Uh, oh, that'd be great. But it, now I can't think of the Barbera jacket without seeing Sex Ferguson because yeah. it's the whole thing is just how <laughs> oh, they do talk about it in the in the uh, Wake Up Time to Die episode. Because they talk about the Rivera jacket and Cliff Compton's like, so how you know how do you get one of them jackets? He's like, well, you gotta uh, you gotta know some people. And he's like, oh really? Is it kind of an inside thing? And he's like, oh no, fuck no! You just gotta tell the people you wrestle and that you like to eat their steaks, and they'll fucking give you one for free. <laughs> he just tears he tears it up. <laughs> so good. Oh man! So what other shenanigans hmm. happened at the Greatest Royal Rumble? Uh. But before we get to the tried Titus, try to Fred Angle. Try to double leg him. Oh, that's yeah, right. <laughs> and even Corey Graves is like, you tried to shoot wrestle yeah. Kurt Angle. You fucking moron. What's on here? That happened. Oh, and, oh yeah. yeah. And uh, let's see. Was it who was it that nearly killed Big Cass? Uh, Bobby traded. Lashley. Yeah, Lashley. Oh. Lashley had him up for the vertical suplex. Fucking dropped him. <laughs> yeah, he brain busted. So him. yeah, like, he, he had him. He had him up the first time, and Cass is just like, no, no, no. And he 
fucking brings him down. He goes, all right, we're going to try this again. Gets him up. He <laughs> does the same shit. He goes, well, fuck you then. He <laughs> does him, dude. And oh, then Cass man. goes on to like finish the match out, like which yeah. was that was that was a thing. Yeah. I I it's bad. I don't even remember. There are certain matches on that card I don't remember. And I just it watched was it like very two days uneventful. Ago. Yeah. Very yeah, bizarre. It was, it was it was a house show. It was literally a yeah. house show. Yeah. A glorified house show. Yeah, the both tag title matches were forgettable. Yeah. Um Yeah, Bray and uh, Matt need like need a better finish than what we saw there. The the spiked the, the fucking the spiked uh, uh, twist of fate yeah, yeah like they Ray, to- Ray didn't really need to be there or something or you know just I would say figure something out that incorporates both of your both of your moves yeah right? it's their whole thing is kind of weird to me because like even the intro it's like I got an idea why don't we play ten percent of your song and then we'll play ten percent of your song and then you guys walk out of the ring. And then we'll start your song again. And you're like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like the whole thing doesn't make sense. But I guess, and not in the cool, wacky, like, aren't we random? And isn't this awesome? It's like, no, it's like you guys are lazy and just to like hit stop on this tape recorder and you hit start yeah. play on this tape recorder. And then that's when your cue is to go walk. It's just very weird. Um, I, Matt's yeah, I don't know intro to begin do. with is weird. Yeah, his goofy laugh and stuff. And it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, The one I I actually like, and I'm like, well, the the Dolph Ziggler, no music. Oh, yeah. He just needs to not have music. Yeah. I don't want him to walk halfway through and then it starts his music. And the music starts. No, fucking don't. I don't don't want the needle scratch either. Yeah. I, I think that that's just fucking bullshit yeah it just kind of lower the lights a little bit put a spotlight out and then he just walks out yeah that's it that's all you need um because yeah i think he should really embrace the i hate all marks you Mm -hmm. internet guys don't know what you're talking about he needs to get that as his whole gimmick which would be fine like that would be that would be totally fine with um yeah, I'm trying to think of kind of for me what the highlight of the Greatest Royal Rumble is, of course, besides the Titus slide. So if you guys haven't seen the Titus slide. So the Royal Rumble, all the guys are running down the ring. And even during, even people way before him looked like they had trouble. Looked like it was too much of an incline or a decline. They were and watching like, their steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very like, whoa, like wobbly, like, woo. And <laughs> someone else, I it may have been like Bo Dallas that was like doop 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 doop, and like the way he was running down, you could tell that it wasn't quite the way he thought it was. Yeah. And then like three people later, it's Titus, and he takes the biggest <laughs> header, the biggest, like not even the way I described it to my wife before I showed it to her. Like, <laughs> imagine that you're like running to go, like I'm late for class. But then you're running, you trip over a banana peel, and like there's a slip and slide. Like so, not <laughs> only did he face plant, but he slid a good ten yards, like like under the ring, and then he gets back up 
And I think they edited it out of the replay of the Greatest Royal Rumble. Like, not all the replays of it, but, like, the actual part when it happened. Unless it really did happen to where, as he was running out, the camera cut to inside the ring. Yeah, they missed the shot. And the other cameras caught it. Oh, God, okay, so it is real. Okay, because I thought they took out the main one. Yeah, I thought they took out the main one in the replay, but then, like, kept the other parts, and I was like, that's weird. But, no, if that's really how it happened, then... Yeah, okay, they they show him starting to run down the ramp. They go back to the ring action. All of a sudden, you hear Cole Graves and like <laughs> the whole laugh. booth just fucking start corpsing. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my what God, happened? what the fuck? And then they showed the replay like 12 fucking times. <laughs> and Corey was beside himself. He, Cole he, was he, beside himself. Like, you you can hear the crying of Corey Graves. <laughs> He just couldn't stop. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, he's like apologizing and stuff. Oh, we so, will never have a moment like that again. Throughout multiple days since that happened, I would randomly just pop because I would think about it. it <laughs> replayed in my head. And I'm like, like the whole slide. Like, you. Uh, it's so good he, for his character, too, he because to look for Pennywise. <laughs> I like him Pennywise. We all slide down here. It's like, but like Titus's character has been so bad the past two years anyway, right? Because he's it's like, been, I'm the manager and I'm going to high five people. You're like, okay. His character has been bad since Vince frowned on the fact that he kissed his son on the lips. Let's be honest. Yeah. Or when he grabbed him during that one. Uh, raw or whatever yeah it was about the same time and it's just like since then it's been very sour on titus and it's like all right i wasn't big on his work to begin with which is no big deal like you're not gonna like everybody in the ring yeah Mm. um i mean he he goes out there he does his job uh does a stupid uh dark dog bark thing and yeah and (laughs) i mean (laughs) Now he's known for, once again, he's known for fucking falling while he's making his entrance. Oh, yeah, because didn't he do that in NXT or something? He did that. He was holding like a bucket of water. He's like, uh, yeah, it was, like it's a beer keg. Yeah, they oh, a beer had, keg, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the challenge was they had to take the beer keg from the top of the ramp down to the ring, uh, do a lap around the ring, go back yeah. up the ramp with the with the beer keg and he comes down that ramp and he as soon as his foot hits that that flat ground just tumble <laughs> rolls away from him yep oh man <laughs> he's he's the new shock master yeah. i've seen pictures of people like with uh with the like the shock master action figure yeah. holding a yeah. torch and kind of <laughs> looking like he's <laughs> passing <laughs> it to Titus. that's amazing he oh, fell in so his hands. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! <laughs> like we'll never get anything that good no. from a Royal Rumble ever again. No, we won't. But but the great thing is, it's he's getting a push out of that, which is right. the great. Is right. he though? <laughs> Dude, if he, he got if he got interviewed. Merch, he got interviewed, and then eventually you're gonna get a shirt. You you would be dumb they, not to get a shirt. They already in, they they got, got a shirt coming sure. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. The Titus World Slide shirt. The, like, see if they don't just fully embrace it and make his new catchphrase like you know how uh, Ron Simmons has damn mm-hmm. like they need to give they need to give Titus one like y'all tripping 
or like something just as like hokey, yeah. but like keep that forever. Yeah. And then yeah, it's like how how Mick Foley is known for Hell in a Cell. Now you have Titus, who's going to be known for face planting at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Still gets me. Still hey, gets whatever me. works, man. <laughs> whatever works. Yep. Yep. There it is. Oh my goodness. Let's see. I gotta. Oh, yep. <laughs> Rumble, stumble, or slide. Do it worldwide. <laughs> so good. Dude. Oh, they man. had that. They had that shirt up. Like, um, what is it? Uh, Sunday night. Like, wow. they were just like, <laughs> they just turn around. They were because they saw how viral him falling was. They're just yeah. like, this got attention. Let's. Yeah. Let's give him merch and, and yeah, see if, if if it sells well, then we'll we'll start pushing him. Because, I mean, that's going to be the litmus test. Yeah. I don't think Braun would have been pushed as hard as he was if it wasn't for as, as good of his merch selling, you know, right, and some right. of the other guys. Um, shit, I mean, that's the reason why the New Day is still around. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. be serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. The reason why Cena will never be heel. <laughs> I'm the more I think about it, I'm the more like, yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, Cena being, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's past his point. Like, three or four years in would have been the perfect time to do it. Um, to do the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's I like, get that shirt. yeah, I but should get that shirt like, uh, thing when I go to G1 in G- July. The Cow Palace awareness. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Such you a necklace mark. <laughs> oh, absolutely. He's gonna come back. Like you know for a fact <laughs> oh, yeah. that he's yeah. like five, six <laughs> years from now. Like he will be in a Royal Rumble. He's gonna be in a fr- he's gonna be a freshman. Like in high school. Yeah, right. Next time he comes back. <laughs> I love like the more stuff Braun Strowman does, the more I'm just all about it. Like, Nicholas for GM. Give that give that guy, yeah. Give that guy everything. It's, like, because every time I think of, like, how you mark out with, with the Titus fall, I'll randomly think of him playing the big cello. Like, <laughs> yeah. where he's like, it just makes me laugh every time I think about it. He's You're like, just oh, slapping oh, the oh. shit out of it. <laughs> like, it's yeah, so hands. goofy. Oh, oh yeah, man. man. That just his line delivery. Like he's such the lovable big guy, but he's also not like the big dummy. Mm-hmm. But he's like on this weird verge of like he's teetering really well between all these different like personality traits. And just his line delivery on we had a scheduling conflict. <laughs> he's in the fourth grade. Like it was delivered perfectly. And I was like, there's no one else on the roster that would have given that line that well. Yep. Yeah, put put some weight on it. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 like he made the realization, like, oh, we talked about it. Yeah, it's just not gonna work, you know. <laughs> now he's oh, pushing uh, places I pooped app. <laughs> he was doing that on the freaking. <laughs> oh, when did he do that? He did that on the. Uh... He did. He did it on the Jericho podcast, and then he did it on Ride Along. Yes, yeah. I, I think I remember it from the Jericho podcast, because wasn't that when the yeah. Good Brothers were on there as well? Yeah, yeah. Talking shop. Yeah. <laughs> <They> were... 
And then he would just just butt in every time. (laughs) And they could they could do Braun Strowman impressions too, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so so ridiculous. So let's see. uh, Trying to think, like, so Marvel is kind of on the brain of everybody now, man. Yeah, Yeah, right now, like that that. The whole Infinity War, which I have not seen yet. I was wanting to. Okay. Um, we oh, were, we you didn't watch it. Okay. We, we didn't watch it yet, but I'm about 85% of the way through the book. Mm-hmm. So I know they're going to vary um, it oh. some from. So the actual Infinity oh, yeah. Gauntlet book. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. But the premise is still kind of the same. Um, I will say the Infinity Gauntlet, the the book, the, the crux of it is amazing. Like the the actual main plot points and stuff, but it's an old Yeah, it doesn't hold old comic. Yeah. It has some Well gee willikers, sir. <laughs> like Yeah, it's got some it's got some hokey fucking dialogue. I'll, I yeah. I won't I won't um say it doesn't. Yeah. But I mean, um so you're reading Infinity Gauntlet. Did you read Thanos' quest? No, so I just have the standalone Infinity Gauntlet, what they sold okay. on like Comicsology. So mm-hmm. it start, um, and I, I like the idea. Like there was a lot of really almost vague ideas for it that I really enjoyed, even from the first like two issues. The whole fact of like Thanos is infatuated with death, like the actual yep. character of death. Dude is strong. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, "Oh my, I have to get her love." She must yeah. love me. And then yeah. she's like, definitely yeah. should like, yeah, she's no, no. Like, like, she's just, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. And like, and she's just sitting there kind of grumpy cat. And then he's like, yeah. why? Uh, what can I do? I'm, I will show you my power. And is this not enough to service you, my queen? And like, it's that type of stuff. And, but she's just, she hasn't said a word, you know, for like seven books. <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> like playing hard to get yeah just like snubbing you know so um, um yeah. what i'll say is if you haven't if you did you uh end up getting uh comiXology unlimited not yet not yet yeah. okay thanos's quest is on there as part of the unlimited read um it's basically the lead up to infinity gauntlet gotcha um it Without giving too much away, the movie follows more along the lines of that than it does the actual Infinity Gauntlet comic. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, I mean, both are suggested reading for for Infinity War. (laughs) I mean, that that goes without saying. Uh, Right. But, Um, I I think what's super fascinating, because it was one of those that, you know, whenever you're reading any book, whether it's comic book, any book. But there's a certain idea that like hits you, and then you have to like think about it for a minute. And you're like, "Wow, that's kind of hmm," and you start like putting yourself in the situation. Like, okay, uh, spoilers for I guess the 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 book of Infinity mm-hmm. Gauntlet. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen Infinity War. Don't know if that's carried over one to one for this. But Thanos is one of the things for his uh, for his main like. Oh, please let me let me show you my love for you, death, all this other stuff. Is he was like, what if I got rid of half of everything? He's like, what if I got rid of a half of literally everything? Everything that has ever existed in the history of 
every universe of time and space and souls and all that. Let me get rid of half of it. Just right now. 50% of it. Snap my fingers. Gone. And then you're like, oh, that's crazy. I wonder how that's going to affect, haha, how that's going to affect, like, oh, what superheroes are left over? And because, you know, in a comic book way, that's what you're thinking. Like, okay, so it's going to get rid of some comic characters. But then in the Infinity Gauntlet book, they actually talk about everything. They're like, because whenever he did it, he he meant what he said. Yeah. So it's like, oh, shit. Well, no, like, half of the population of everything is gone. And, like... Half of everything is gone. It's like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, this doesn't exist anymore? Like, even stuff like, it sounds silly, but something like a toaster. Like, that just doesn't exist anymore. You're like, Mm -hmm. wait, what? Like, it's just, the thing that I knew to be true is gone now. Like, cars don't exist anymore. Sorry, what are you talking about, a car? I don't know a car. Like, that that idea, I was like, wow. So they... It's bigger than just like, I'm going to kill half of all the superheroes. And you're like, well, yeah. okay, that's a big deal, but like, whatever. But this was in relation to everything. Like, half of the water off of Earth is gone. Like, half <laughs> of, you know, you cut everything down the middle. Like, just get rid of it. Um, crazy. Like, yeah. and how, as a writer, you know, and like, like I said, I haven't finished Infinity Gauntlet, um, haven't seen Infinity War. My only qualm with the idea is, you know, you have the infinity gems and they each do something like this one is for space. This one is for time. Mm-hmm. This one is for what is it? Soul, power, mind, soul, power, power mind. mind. Yeah. Okay. I, and we've talked about this before during the TV discussions during mm-hmm. just basic storyline discussions for anything. Anytime you introduce time travel and bringing people back from the dead, now you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because nothing at that point means anything. Because, like, oh, it could be sad that this person died. But if we go back in time far enough, they're still going to be alive. Oh, well, it's like nothing ever happened. But from what I'm seeing in the book, they actually do put kind of a hard line in the sand about that might work for some stuff. It's not going to work for everything. And I think that's more interesting because then you have to start yeah. making choices and like, okay, well, what does that mean? And maybe we could try it, but what's going to happen? And you start discussing it more as an idea. And yeah. so I, I hope that the movie and you have you guys both seen the movie? Yes. Yeah, okay. I have. Okay. So I, I hope that it takes that sort of weight about it, mm-hmm. kind of the moral dilemma of we can fix this problem. And I know this is apparently part one of a two part thing. So I don't know if they've gotten that far in the movie or what have you. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I hope they take that moral ambiguity of like, in theory, this should work, but it's not going to fix everything. Like, I hope they take that because I think that's a good crux of a story. Like, are you willing to roll the dice? Not even knowing what's really going to happen, but with a thought of what could happen. And like, is it worth it to take that Mm -hmm. gamble without knowing what the payoff is? Like that, you know, that's a, it's a very like Battlestar way of, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're like, well, we don't have water and we don't have air and we don't have food. There's a planet sure. down here and all these people could just try to kill us. But should we land and take all their shit? Cause we need mm-hmm. it and we're pretty important cause we're the last of humanity. But do they need it too? It turns into like the Star Trek morality play of like, 
they need their own food, but we need their food more. Or do we need their food more? Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, uh, you know, we won't go into spoilers and stuff, but like, yeah. do you guys feel that the Infinity War mm-hmm. film lived up to kind of, you know, Infinity Gauntlet is heralded as one of the greatest comic books ever written. Like, it's brought up in conversations over and over and over. Yeah. Um, do, do you think the movie actually, like, got the crux? I know they had to change some stuff, just a lost in translation type. Books don't make good movies, vice versa. You have to change stuff. It is how it is. But do you think they got the soul of what made that an important graphic novel and, like, transferred that over to the cinema? I mean, I I feel that they did as good a job as they could have. Um, Mm -hmm. I I felt that – and now this is not a spoiler, but the movie runs two hours, 27 minutes. Mm -hmm. I feel that they could have gotten another half hour out of it. Um, before the, before the end credits, yeah, uh, that's that's just me, and people I've talked to have said I would have been fine with an extra half hour. So it, mm. it's one of those. It move the movie fucking moves like it's yeah. very well paced. The book yeah. is the same way. Yeah, like there's a lot of there's like ten different stories happening all mm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, the movie is like that too. A lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, once again, not you know, no spoilers, but you know, I like how they explain certain characters not being there, which mm-hmm. is which is terrific. Um, I mean, even even characters you see in the in the first act, you know, and they're just like, well, maybe they'll help out later on. No, they already explain yeah. that shit. Like, I I fucking love that. That was yeah. that was terrific. But, um. I mean, all in all, it, it was a great, it was a good experience. And I mean, um, me and the, uh, the, the Potter's crew, we were going to record last night. We didn't, uh, we were going to do a full spoiler cast on infinity war because oh, wow. we'd all seen it at that point, but yeah. we did do power rankings. And, um, I mean, just to kind of give you like mine specifically, uh, before this, my top film was Captain America Winter Soldier, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, Guardians, Ant-Man, Thor Ragnarok. Those are my top five. Okay. Uh, currently, it is Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange, Guardians, Infinity War, and wow. Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. So it's up there. I mean, Guardians was just so well done. Yeah. Doctor Strange, I have such a fucking soft spot for fucking Doctor Strange. Back in the 90s when they said they were going to do a Doctor Strange movie, I was so excited and it never happened. Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. And then, um, I mean, Winter 90s? Soldier was... I, I love First Avenger, but Winter Soldier yeah. just got it. Mm-hmm. it. It gave us the cap we needed for this time period. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. W- with that, without that cap, there would be no Civil War. There would be none of that conflict during uh, Age of Ultron, you know. So it's like, I I gotta say. Plus, I mean, all the Hydra shit. I fucking love the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's in the top five now. So wow. Hmm. I mean, uh, other other people were. <laughs> this is the problem. Like usually, when people see 
the new Marvel film, it automatically goes to the top of their list. Oh, right. Just like, oh, that was the you. best one ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to shit on people, but two of the other power rankings is Infinity War, uh, based on current, Infinity War, Black Panther, like one after another. Oh, and then, I, right. And it's just like, and then Spider-Man Homecoming, one of them has like, well, Black Panther and Spider-Man Homecoming are equally good, so I'll share the spot with them. It's like, all right, well, whatever. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's just, everybody's got their own taste. It's a good fucking, saying that you're the, saying that you're not the best Marvel film out is by no means a sense that you failed. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for for example, uh, for me, my the, my least favorite Marvel film is Iron Man three. I just didn't, I, I just didn't like it. You know, yeah. I, I just felt that it seemed a little too forced. Like, oh, we strip him of the armor, and now he's got to figure out how to do things without it, and blah 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 blah. Yeah. All right, I get that. But then we also got Aim, which was good, but it could have been better, and all the other shit. Uh, and then, uh, what is it? The first Thor movie. Yeah. I was not a fan of the first Thor. That's what I've heard. I've heard that because I've seen the first Thor and I liked it okay. Um, yeah. Really what, what it did is it sold me on the idea of Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Yeah. More so than like mm-hmm. me accepting Thor as an overall character type yeah. thing. Like I think it was more of a platform for Chris Hemsworth than it was for Thor. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, but I, I still haven't seen The Dark World, the second Thor movie. That's the one I hear people are like, that might be the worst one ever made. Like the worst Marvel film. So it's, you know, the it's, put in perspective. It's, it's, better, it's better for that, that setting, that scenario. They, they, okay. get more into, they, they get more into like the whole, like, you know. Uh, Asgardian. Ask, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. More into that. Um, yeah. And that's, again, when I recommended you uh, Dark World is because uh, a stone is in there, uh, so yeah. you know if you're gotcha. trying to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, catch up to Marvel movies that has yeah. one of these. Stones oh, that's that's movies. cool. And see, I'm a big fucking nerd, so it's like I'm big on like Tolkien and like Lord yeah. of the yeah. Rings. And people are like, "Oh, this movie was too high fantasy for me," and I was like, "Give me that shit!" Like <laughs> right over here, serve this platter right to me, sir. Thank well, you. Yeah. Um, I mean, consistently when I when I talked amongst like people from the other shows and we, we talk about the Marvel stuff and we go over our, our least favorite films somewhere in that bottom three is always one Thor film. I mean, mm-hmm. for, for me it was first Thor, somebody else who was Ragnarok, uh, two other people was dark world. Okay. Well, one other person was dark world because another person didn't see it. So, yeah. cause they heard it was bad and they didn't. Oh, sure. But yeah. meanwhile, like for me, dark world is like middle of the pack. So it's interesting. Okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. it. It's your mileage varies. That's yeah. the biggest thing. So. Yeah. Gotcha. So what, so Marco, what would you think your power ranking would be? Oh, geez. Uh, uh, like, put you on the spot, but like, <laughs> uh, I mean, you only have 19 uh, films to go through. So yeah, come on, yeah, come right. on. easy, easy work. Um, power ranking wise. Like I know Iron Man one is definitely up there. Um, winter soldier. Uh, I'd agree with that uh, being one being one that is up there. Um, Guardians one, I really liked. 
Uh, see, Infinity War definitely is is up in that spot now. And then, um, I guess it's it's a toss up now between Black Panther and uh, uh, what's another one? Well, maybe Black Panther, because not to say that I, I bought into the hype, but like you're showing an aspect of the like of the Marvel universe um, that is not really showcased in the comics. Oh, hard, sure. hard line, right? It's just yeah. This is Wakanda. This is just this you know majestic uh, uh, place that not many people know about. Mm-hmm. What is which is heavily fortified. But now they showcase like, oh man, yeah, they have all the technology. They like they they should be yeah. in the forefront of like you know, of like you know just advancement. So um, to, to me, yeah, on the outside, like looking in, it seems like the 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 same way that Black Panther did for Wakanda and like just the whole of Black Panther, kind of the same thing for Guardians of the Galaxy because before the movie was made, oh, they were they're like, like, like yeah, yeah, no name. He was like, who is the the Guardians of the what? Like, they were not as premier, like, no one knew who Star-Lord was. And you said Rocket Raccoon. People were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they would have no clue. But now they might know. They might know Rocket from, like, one of the Marvel versus Capcom games. But that's about it, right? Exactly. Um, (laughs) But, yeah. But then now that Black Panther had its, like, it had its time. Like, here it is. We are here. Wakanda is a thing. And you're going to fucking do the thing. Like. Uh, you're gonna salute you're gonna do all of it like it's part of the Uh, lexicon now you know so that's why i'm excited to see it like my my power five would be all the old shit because that's all i've seen Uh, i'll I'll go out on the i'll go on the dank side and say number one's a ghost rider number two is a (laughs) you're you're going not even mcu fucking marvel films no because i mean probably my favorite I mean, D- Deadpool counts, right? Like, nope. De- no. okay, so Deadpool's on. Dead- Deadpool's Fox. Oh, basically, gotcha. okay. basically the only two non-Disney-made uh, ones is The Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton, okay, and uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Those are the oh. only two non-Marvel-made M- uh, MCU films. So, interesting. Everything actually- else has been. I actually really like the Ed Norton Hulk. Yeah, I, liked it. I mean, I, I it's, too. Um, it doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a really interesting twist. I was talking with the wife about it. Like, I liked Ed Norton's take on Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked, because it wasn't quite comic, but like, I really like Mark Ruffalo's. Like, I think he yeah. does a really good job because he's almost embarrassed of it. Yeah. But Ed Norton, it was more of like this almost like an existential dread that he had about it, you know? And yeah. like, I have and, to control this. I need to yeah. figure like he yeah. starts taking up meditation, all the other stuff to kind yes. of, yeah. he kind needs of keep to suppress it, but he's aware of it. But like, but Mark Ruffalo is more like, don't piss me off. Like he's more direct about it. He's like, yeah. man, I, you know, um, Hulk is, Hulk is a roommate with Mark Ruffalo. And then, <laughs> They share the same space. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the odd couple to where yeah. it goes back and forth. It's its own buddy cop movie, basically. Yeah. It's Mark Ruffalo in, in, in The Hulk. Um, but, like, I would probably say, oh, man. God, now I have to think. Now have I seen five? Um, <laughs> no, it's as bad, but 
I mean, I can just list off the movies and and you could say I've seen it or you haven't. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to five. Um, I will say I I actually bought Age of Ultron. Mm. Um, So we have it. So we actually watched the first Avengers film um, Mm -hmm. together. Like I've seen it before, but uh, uh, Brittany hadn't. So we watched it and she really liked it. She was like, it was, she was like, the writing was better than I thought it would be. And I was like, Joss Whedon, like she's a huge fan of Buffy. It makes sense. Oh, like, yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, this is a good one to go with. Mm-hmm. Um, like even the, especially the scenes where they're kind of quipping at each other, like when yeah. they're in the room yeah. and the Tesseract is in there and, you know, uh, Mark Ruffalo is holding on to the, uh, the spear and mm-hmm. like, what was it said? It's like, uh, yeah, Cap and Iron Man start barking at each other, basically like, oh, uh, what was the line? Like everything interesting about you came out of a bottle. And then, uh, yeah, you know, just shit like that, like digs. I was like, yeah, yeah this is, yeah. you know, I remember this being good. Um, yeah, so she was into that. So I'm hoping Age of Ultron kind of continues that deal. But I have acquired, hint, hint, wink, wink. I have acquired Winter Soldier because I have to see it. And uh, mm. so many people have said how good it is. Yeah, it and is. Like, e- even mm. not just as like a Marvel movie, but as like, just watch that fucking As, movie as a because, political thriller, it is yeah. a great film. Um, yeah. because they're like, you're going to dig it. They're like, if you like Casino Royale, if you like, you know, it's more of that vibe type thing. And I was like, okay, I could get behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the, fr- I, okay. The first Captain America movie. I loved it. I thought it was oh, an awesome, like period. Oh, yeah, piece. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I dug it, man. Like it was good. Um, so like that and the Avengers for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of. I'd have to put the first Thor up there because I've seen it. <laughs> right. Uh, but I liked it okay. I liked the kind of the quips of like him eating like 20 plates of eggs. Just like goofy things, right? And like he's having a cup have- of coffee, smashes the cup and asks for another. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, oh, sure. It's so a fish out of water, but. Pancakes or waffles? Oh, yeah. He just, oh, what was it? It was like a. Oh, it was it's waffles because they put syrup on it, right? Okay. I would have said he was on a new day kick, but yeah, okay, waffles. <laughs> right. The unicorn horn just hanging yeah. off of the side. Um, so there's three. I've seen like 35% of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 because they were playing it at the gym. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. Guardians 2, if you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Doctor Strange, if you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. I need to see, yeah. You need to see that one. And the same thing with uh, Captain America oh, Civil Doctor War. Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange, yeah. All yeah. three of those, I know for a fact, are on Netflix. I found and a really nice picture. Like, it's someone drew boxes. And, like, but it's like, watch these films, and this ties into this, and this. It's like a graph, yeah. and I thought it'd be super convoluted, but it's really not. They, like, first Iron Man, first Thor, first Captain America, first yeah. this. Then that feeds into, like, the, the first Avengers. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that branches off. Guardians of the Galaxy is its own column because yeah, right. those are two separate that feed into Infinity War. And then, like, so they drew it out, and I was like, okay, this isn't as, like, crazy I as I too. thought. Cause, yeah, because, like, whenever I put it on Twitter, and Marker, you got back with me, and you're like, man, watch watch Guardians 1 and 2, watch uh, Thor Dark World, watch the first Avengers, of course, and then Age of Ultron. And you should kind of have your ducks in a row in regards yeah. to, like, you know, Black yeah. Panther if you can, but 
if not. I mean, know. Doctor Strange is another one that I highly Doctor recommend. Strange. Doctor Strange has, be, be, yeah, because it's one of them. Yeah, I mean, it's got a stone in it, so. Yeah. Yeah. But also just the fucking, the story and the visuals are just, mm. I'm so happy I saw that one in 3D at the theater. Yeah, that <laughs> that seems like it'd be an experience. Mm. And like, I, I like the fact that they got, so maybe it was worth the wait of getting Benedict Cumberbatch as oh, Dr. Yeah. He looks, oh. he's a dead ringer. Like yeah. even in Infinity Gauntlet, I was looking and I was like, yeah, it looks a little more old timey, like a mix of Benedict Cumberbatch and like Stan Lee. Like if you melded the two together, that's what mm-hmm. the book version of Doctor Strange looks like. But I was like, yeah. no, that's a good casting call. Like as I was reading his dialogue, I was like, I can see Benedict Cumberbatch saying this shit. Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. You know, uh, but no, it, it, it's exciting and like to get in it and like I don't know if you guys can actually see it, but like right back here, that's an Infinity War poster, mm-hmm. like. It's oh, okay. the painted poster. Um, yeah, it's like the hand painted one th- that they do at the theater. But I got oh, a like cheap one for like seven or eight bucks at a local. Oh, cool. I think it was at Best Very Buy. Nice. So yeah. I hung it up and I was like, "Yeah, I'll hang it by the Street Fighter Five poster. We'll <laughs> just make dank digs out of it." Um, but yeah, so it has like basically it's the cover of Infinity Gauntlet, but mm. with the actors, and it's like painted yeah. in oils. I was uh, like, okay. that's I was like, that's pretty kick-ass. And I didn't feel like a poser because I was like, hey, I read Infinity Gauntlet, and that's what the cover of Infinity Gauntlet is, you yeah, know. Because yeah. I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I have to have no, I can't buy this because I don't really know about it. But now yeah. I kind of know about it, so I can buy that. There you go. There you go. That's, that's it. You know? <laughs> it's so I I mean, if if you were to kind of sit down and watch all of them, yeah. I mean the the essentials obviously kind of gone over. You know, we've mm-hmm. we've gone over Thor the Dark World, for Captain America First Avenger, Age of Ultron, um, you know, uh Guardians One. I mean, you can do without two, let's be honest. Um, and Doctor Strange. Yeah. The, those are the five stone films that you kinda need to see. Yeah. If you're gonna branch off a little bit and you want a little something to kind of break up some of it, some of the tone, like Guardians does it well, but mm-hmm. Ant Man, Ant Man yeah. was fucking good. That's yeah. the one that I was the most like. That was a pleasant what? surprise. Yeah. yeah, like because I'm a big fan of Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't know anything about Ant Man. Like it was one of those, it didn't necessarily throw me off and like, Oh, I'm never going to see that film mm-hmm. because like, I like the idea and the trailer made me like laugh out loud in the theater, which I never do. Like I, I'm pretty stone faced when I'm in a theater because yeah. I'm constantly in like critical analytical mode. Like, mm-hmm. hmm, yes, yes. Good shots. Man, man, man. Wonderful casting on this. No, <laughs> interesting character development right here in this scene. Yeah, I have a wonderful storytelling. Oh, I here, see that here. plot device there. Oh, my <laughs> word. Um, <laughs> but so I'm always like that. But the Ant-Man trailer, I can't remember what uh, movie it came before. But the scene to where they're having the giant action scene and the train and everything. And they're like, oh, shit. And oh, then yeah. it zooms the camera out and it's a little kid train. And it goes like, boop. And it like falls <laughs> off the rail. It made me like, oh my god, it got me. Oh, uh, yeah. I still laugh thinking about it. 
But, like, it was so perfectly done because you see what it really is. And, like, as a little kid, that's what your imagination's doing. Like, oh, I'm really fighting this stuff. And then you see, like, the big long shot and it's a little kid, like, swinging in the middle of a yard. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening right now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it got that down, like, to a science, you know? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, if you like heist films, definitely Ant-Man. I mean, each Marvel film has its yeah. own little tone to it. Ant-Man was was Marvel's heist film. And it That's was just cool. beautifully done. That's really cool. Because, like, yeah, Ocean's Eleven, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sign that, me up. What's that, what's that guy's name? I, he's, his name is escaping me. The Who narrates in Ant-Man? Like, like oh. this happened, right? And, and, oh, um, like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like... I always see I always see memes saying like I want Infinity War to be narrated by him. <laughs> <laughs> how like how he would explain it. But yeah, if you yeah, if you ever watch Ant Man, definitely do watch it. it. It is a heist movie. And then Ant Man and the Wasp trailer just came out, so like oh, yes, more more so. Yeah, more, more I so. saw that on on Twitter. They were like, "What happened to Ant Man and the Wasp?" And like they're yeah. sitting in chairs or something. <laughs> um, and it's like, find out tomorrow or whatever. Yeah, and I, yeah, I guess do. they released it. Um, but that's cool. So yeah, it, it's exciting to kind of get fully in the deal. I'm almost done, by the way, with Spider-Man uh, or Superior Spider-Man. Okay. I'm real close like, to it. Okay. And God, that, whoo, that Dan Spider-Man Swan, man. is that dastardly. Swan. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like he is making some fucking gambles, dude. And not <laughs> even like he's blackmailing everybody, mm-hmm. everybody. Like, yeah. and he's doing it the the shitty kind of, like, TMZ way of doing it. Like, I have photos. You don't want these photos to get out, do you? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you know, it'd be a shame if something ever happened to your cousin that I have a sniper, like, pointed at that. Like, that type of, like, you're talking about gambling with people's lives and stuff. And you're like, okay, this so is not Spider-Man that you so think So he's of. Tom nooking it, basically. <laughs> he's pretty much like, yeah, you know, all those bells. Oh, he well, kind of did that, yeah. He he basically so this is a slight spoiler, but it's vague enough that it's not super yeah yeah hardcore. So apparently Spider Man is like let's we, you know what we should close Guantanamo Bay like their version of Guantanamo Bay. Mm-hmm. There there's I think they just call it the mile or the they call it something the arena okay of mm-hmm. they or the lookout or something. But yeah, it's yeah. an island and it's basically. Like fucking Guantanamo Bay, all the worst of the worst go there. All that stuff. The raft. So, yes, the raft. Oh, the raft. Okay. Um. So worst of the worst go there. That's also where like Hobgoblin's getting his people, and like all the people that Spider-Man has slided, like Vulture and all that shit. Mm-hmm. They're housed there. Um. So Spider-Man makes the deal, but you don't know until like really afterwards. Basically, he's like, yeah, you know, we should really close the raft uh, having this many dangerous people is a really bad call and the news is like you got it spider-man let's do this together and then the reason why he did it is at the end he's like now since all of these fuckers are dead i control the raft i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna make this outer heaven big boss style like i got yeah, shit i gotta right. do I, I think i remember that now he was yeah. like I, I got shit i gotta do no one can see what i'm working on if someone tries to see what i'm working on i will kill them <laughs> and then if you go to the news with this, I will kill you. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> it's it's so far out of the realm of what you expect a Spider-Man story to be. 
But like, and he keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's like Walter White type shit. Like he's getting crazier stakes, and he's, then he has to balance all this dragging, stuff. He's still dragging Peter's name in the mud, but he's also still making him better at the same time. Yeah, which is a unique thing with about say it. my name, Spider Man. <laughs> you damn right. That's pretty like legit. That's kind of what's happening because and there's a lot of. He wants to get rid of the idea of Peter Parker, yeah. like of how Peter Parker was, but now he's embracing a lot of stuff that Peter Parker actually stood for. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, and there's a great scene. I don't know if I talked about it last time, but there's an amazing scene about like where Doc Ock's mind and Peter Parker's mind are like arguing with each other yeah, yeah, about yeah. who's who's doing it the right way. And it gets pretty intense and like Doc Ock makes some good points, man. Yeah. Like that's why the book is so good. Cause you're like, ah, I, this is shitty and this is, he's a monster, but maybe you but gotta he's not be wrong a monster. Yeah. yeah. But maybe he's not wrong. And yeah. that's, that's what makes it a really interesting dynamic book. But I, yeah. I'm actually going to be kind of sad when it's done. I'll be like, man, uh, don't know where to go from here. Like, I bet there's going to be some other Spider-Man stories that hook into it. Yeah. But like having that standalone, like nice. But jewel. superior, superior Doc Ock, you're going to be like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I, that. That's that. That was a great recommendation because yeah. like I'm into the whole kind of that infrastructure of that idea of like Doc Ock battling with Peter Parker, but you know. Can one actually overcome the other? How is that dichotomy working? I think you'll still like what's what will come up after Superior finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Slott still was, was still doing amazing Spider-Man and all that stuff. He was still doing Spider-Man. So uh, you know, if you're if you're able to get to the, to the next uh, next volume, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely go get uh, whatever's next after Superior. That sounds awesome. And then I get to start God Butcher. I really get to like Thor God Butcher Man. I yeah, I'm stoked. I, I but I want to finish Spider Man first so I can really yeah. like take the day and like well have it waft over me and I'm like, yeah, Spider Man. <laughs> and then after that, like you sleep it off and then you start the new thing. Yeah. Um So what's what's interesting uh with, with God Butcher is the ramifications it has that weren't intended at the time that were put into later books based on that one arc. Yeah. So, oh, interesting. so yeah, and I mean, still, it's just a reference that, that, that are like, yeah, like most recently, actually, mm-hmm. uh, right before they did the, the whole battle world thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, secret wars. Yeah. Secret wars. Uh, yeah. when they did all that, it was just like, you, you have little moments and especially mm-hmm. with, uh, obviously it involves Thor, but there's, it's it's interesting. It is very interesting, and uh, you know, uh, it. God Butcher people don't give it as much credit as it should have. Yeah. For um for the ramifications it does have down the down the road, which yeah. I'm not even sure that the the writers thought about that. I, I think it was a decision of they dropped a seed or two here. Maybe we can pick that up now. Yeah, right. like later. <clears throat> yeah, and it was just mm, that's beautiful. A, that's a good way to write, too. Yeah. Just like yeah. leave your writers open-ended and all that stuff. I was going to say, uh, 
I got these two things. So I was at a bookstore mm-hmm. and they were just, they just had a bin full of just random shit. And they're like, take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I was like, great. So they have posters. And, you know, I got posters all around. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. What are these posters? And they're like, oh, I think some of them are like comic book posters. I was like, oh, that's cool. So there's a few like cloak and dagger. Nice. Oh, nice. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, I'll get one of those. But then they had like a, a sealed bag of two of them. And I was like, oh, what's in those? And they're like, we don't know. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I get it. And they are pretty rad. They're massive. So the first one, I think this just came out either today, like, or it's coming out soon. But like the hunt. For oh, Wolverine, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Like, so this is yeah. after, I guess, the whole Logan thing. Um, mm. So it does there. But, like, the one that I was stoked, I was like, what? But, you know, we just had the conversation that I can't put stuff up if I haven't seen it. But this one is legit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, big old Black Panther poster. Like, so rad. Um, Very nice. But but these are just huge posters. Um, I was surprised they were giving them away. They had, like mounds and mounds of them and i was like maybe i should go and like oh that's cool take some off the top like yeah. <laughs> get like four or five of them bring them back and um, i mean that's so, the yeah. kind of shit that they'll send to to your local comic shop and they'll give away as like right. oh you're buying you know as a you know supporting us here here's some freebies for you Gosh. you know that kind of stuff yeah yeah so because i've know i've gotten cool. i've gotten some stuff that way where it's just like oh hey you bought this well here's you know, here's a preview issue of like issue zero of this right. of this line, and and so on and so forth. And it's like, oh well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, but that's cool. Swag. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to turn down free shit. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and my 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 little man cave's coming together yeah. pretty well. So. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Like, but the uh, hunt for Wolverine looks really cool. Um, yeah. Black Panther. I once again, it's one of those. It's it's the hot thing right now. Um, I haven't read any of the new Black Panther stuff. All I know, like, I never found him very much of an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Just the way it was written. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things. But I wouldn't say no to, yeah. to reading a Black Panther book. Yeah. Um, I believe. I believe right now Black Panther is critically accla- acclaimed. <laughs> nice. The, bo- the book. The book. Um, so oh, wow. you're, if you ever, if you are jumping on, I mean, like yeah. kind of the latest Black Panther would be a good, good spot yeah. to jump on there. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's, that's actually a very valid point. I mean, it's, uh, what is it? They did like one book I picked up, uh, right after they did the whole reboot of the Marvel universe. Uh, I was picking up the Jessica Jones book, which was okay. pretty good. I was picking up the Luke Cage book. Uh, I think it was what Luke Cage seventy eight or something like that. It was set in the seventies. It was fucking terrific. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's just there's some of them where you just like you look at it and and these are mm-hmm. these are heroes that really shouldn't have their own books. <laughs> like mm-hmm. um, Jessica Jones. Like yeah, I mean, I can understand that. Oh, Netflix series, give her her own book. Luke Cage, Netflix series, give him his own book. Luke Cage works best unless you're setting it in the 70s, and I'll be perfectly honest when I say that. Uh, but he works best with Iron Fist. Iron oh, yeah. Fist, in my opinion, unless you're getting into the whole uh, 
uh, mysticism uh, of his origin and, and, and such, he that's the only time I see that he works uh, by himself. You know, you have him fight the hand, blah, 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 fine, whatever. But other than that, come on. I, I just... You got the you got the fucking buddy cop Luke Cage and, and Iron Fist. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny that you bring up that like Black Panther wasn't really a character that like spoke to you. Yeah. I I oddly enough felt the same way about Captain America mm. until I saw the Chris Evans movie, mm. and because of how he played it, and it was really the fish out of water stuff. And you know, I hadn't read a lot of Captain America. I just knew like. Oh yeah, he's the guy with the shield, right? And I played as him as in the arcade game, and he was really good. And you know, that's that's all my mind yeah. really had for Captain. He's America. on super steroids and so on and so forth. Yeah, like oh, it's a super soldier, World War II guy. Like yeah, sure. But then because of just even the way the first Avenger or the yeah Captain America first Avenger film happened, I was like, okay, now I get the appeal of this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I understand. I, I think that's why that movie worked really well Yeah, is because that was once again, what character I was like, yeah, sure. I hear it's a good movie. Okay. Let's watch it. And then I left being like, all right, I can get behind some captain America. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like black Panther will be the same way. Um, Cause yeah, you I, might, I mean, uh, you might want to like, start uh, with um, after you watch, well, you've watched uh, um, age of Ultron. Not yet. You, so you we haven't. saw the yeah. So we saw the first Avengers, and I bought the second Avengers. Okay, but mm-hmm. we haven't watched it yet. It'll probably be one of those in the next like three or four days. We'll probably okay. So it. after that, I would recommend watching Civil War. Yeah, Captain America: oh, okay. Civil War. Uh, before you go into Black Panther. Yeah, because gotcha. it leads into Black Panther. Um, yeah. it's one of those things, and uh, Black Panther will be on Blu-ray on the fucking fifteenth. Wow. <laughs> it's still in theaters. That's yep. crazy. Marvel yep. is not joking. No. They want to get on that hype train like crazy. Yep. Uh, so, okay, so now we're at, I'm at the Avengers, and this will probably wrap us up. We're about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, so, saw the first Avengers film. Mm-hmm. So now I have, and I think I know what the answer to this question is going to be, but so I have acquired... Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. What else do I have? I think I have Guardians 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the one that I'm thinking of? Uh, buh, 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 buh. Yeah, of course, Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. What the, oh, which um, one am I thinking of? That, uh, Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, yeah. And then... I think that might be it. Because the other ones, like you said, are on Netflix. Yeah. Mm. So I'm thinking after Avengers 1, which, which direction do I go from the I would do I can... Thor The Dark World. Okay. Because that was actually the next one that released. Well, do you want to go Stone first, or do you want to go where characters eventually go where they're at now? So, so yeah, two... that's, okay. that's so the two, thing. It's two, like, because okay. I kind of know about the stones. Yeah. Because of reading the book. Mm. So it's like, I know they're important and I know that and probably the movies handle them a little bit different, but uh, similar enough that like you say, infinity gems, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I guess more so on like the character beat where they're at. 
Yeah, like going, how did they get mentally where they are? Yeah, Winter okay. Soldier. <laughs> Winter Soldier. Okay. So the Civil War, I mean, like you can go from, uh, you know, Age of Ultron to Winter Soldier to Civil War. And then... Um, Civil War, from there you can go to uh, Homecoming to and Black World. Panther. Yeah. Oh, right. Ragnarok so, is kind Ragnarok, of on its own. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. If you want to know where the character goes from there, like uh, related good. to Infinity so, War. Yeah. So, so did Avengers: Age of Ultron come out before Winter Soldier? Yes. Uh, yeah. No. Oh. No, it did. Winter Soldier, Guardians, and then Age of Ultron. Right. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, that's so, right. so probably Winter Soldier first because that's going to tell me what Cap is like in Age of Ultron. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And then that probably leads directly into Civil War. Fairly Yes. Well, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Well, Ant-Man was that. kind of a standalone that leads that Ant-Man was that you don't need an entry point on Ant-Man, um, but it does help knowing the character before you get into Civil War. So okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And and so Civil War, I know if I'm remembering my trailer right. Spider-Man shows up and gets caps like mm-hmm. low thing. So that is that Tom Holland Spider-Man or yes. is that okay? Yeah, <laughs> or is that Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? No, no, no. Gotcha. Okay. So I didn't know where Amazing Spider-Man fit. It doesn't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Forget it. Like most okay. people did. Great. Great. <laughs> Even better. Because yeah, yeah yep. I'm stoked to watch Spider-Man: Homecoming because I, I am kind of on that Spider-Man kick of going superior spider-man and i know it's not the same thing but i'm like yeah sure i want to see what this peter parker does when he yeah. meets iron man like yeah, uh, yeah. You, can, it's, you, can watch, you can watch homecoming after uh uh civil war too yeah that's something oh, yeah. you want to do oh cool okay yeah because yeah i i think it's one of those that uh it is kind of nice having read infinity gauntlet because i kind of know what the premise is so whenever people are like, oh, some big <clears throat> things happen, I'm like, I kind of probably know yeah, oh, an okay amount. Maybe not the specifics, but like, yeah. I know what this whole gauntlet is. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> you have, he you, you know enough and, to know the gravity of the situation. Yeah, yeah. He snaps his fingers and fucking half of everything disappears. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. Those are the stakes, you know? So I, I'm just interested how they handle it as far as like getting genuinely good actors involved when you deal with that type of gravity and yeah, you know, well, I mean, we're going to be losing like half, half of the population goes. So we're going to lose yeah. some heroes. That's, that's a thing, right? So, yeah. so who didn't I, do their job well. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I ran into uh, somebody on Facebook who has been basically disappointed with all the Marvel movies because they wanted, they wanted the comics one-to-one which is I'm fucking probably, impossible. I was like, dude, you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't have, yeah. you can't live your life like that. You seem so stressed out. And I, I said it that to him, like, dude, that's not how it's going to work out. You know, yeah. the, the movies are going to do kind of basically do its own thing, but it will reference some of the comics and you yeah. have to be okay with a little bit of those changes. Sure. He's like, no, nah, it had to be, it has to be the same one to one. I was like, oh, dude, I can't. And there's no, I can't hope. just, there's oh no my God. Because <laughs> I mean, no. there, there's a whole different animal, like film and book 
audiences even. Mm-hmm. Like my wife is maybe the biggest Harry Potter fan on the planet. And she's the first to tell you those movies could have been a fucking train wreck. But thank God they changed what they did because it made for a better movie. And yeah. I will tell yeah. you, as a freaking Tolkien nerd, they knocked Lord of the Rings out of the park. But those movies could have been a fucking disaster. Um, thank God they didn't follow the books all the way. Like, because some of that stuff is actually unfilmable. It would be boring. It would be monotonous. There is a four page description of the brooch that Legolas wears on his tunic. Four pages of Tolkien talking about the crevice and the thing and each blade represent. You want that shit in your movie? No, you don't. <laughs> maybe just maybe it helped the costumer. Like and if that's just, all it did, if they got if they got the brooch, they got it. Yeah. You could see it on him, and you're like, yep. there it is. There's the thing that he spent ten pages talking about. Yeah. Um. You know they, but you don't want it one to one. And like they took Shelob from uh, they took yeah they took Shelob. I think t- Shelob was in the books in Twin Towers and moved the big spider. Move Shelob from the Twin Towers to Return of the King in the movies, mm-hmm. or vice versa. They may have introduced Shelob in one or not the other, but they had to right. introduce Shelob at a different time because that's what made sense in the movie, even yeah. though that wasn't where they were at the right time. Like so, things like that. But then there's the then there's the stuff that like actually like I turned into the old man like yelling at a cloud of <laughs> the the Hobbit films where. <clears throat> Legolas is there and I was like I have a question he wasn't fucking born yet what is he what is Legolas doing on this <laughs> screen right now? now what's he doing why is he getting getting you, it on you know why he's of, here the teenage money yeah she's t- just making it yeah that that's right and like what's her face uh Evelyn what's her face from Lost mm-hmm. um that was the other love interest elf and I was like she doesn't fucking exist, by the way. Like, <laughs> I don't know who this is. But, yeah. yeah, that's the only one where I got a little, like, salty about, well, the book. Like, normally I don't do that shit. But I turned into Monocle Man again. I'm like, well. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's, you know, obviously doing a one-for-one is probably one of the worst things to do. Um, You, you look at you know, you look at some of the, and I'll I'll use the term classic films that were written and, you know, not only written initially as as a novella or a novel, but also written for screen by those same people. Yeah, they make a good bit of changes. Sure. One of one of my favorites is um, Hellraiser. Mm. Oh. Um, the Hellbound Heart written by Clive Barker, adapted into Hellraiser the movie by Clive Barker. Right. There is a good bit of changes between the two. Yeah. Um, For example, the character of, as we know him, Pinhead, is a woman in the book. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big one. Um, I mean, there's that. There's a... uh, what is it, Frank? I forget what. Uh, I want to say Frank isn't the uncle. He's actually the father of the of of the girl. Who's yeah? It's oh, yeah. it gets really fucking weird. That's bizarre. but they made they made a good bit of changes, and it was for the better. Yeah, uh, and 
regard and Clive Barker's flat out said like I made these changes because I knew what I had written was completely unfilmable. Yeah. Mm. I you know they optioned it, they wanted it and I said, well for doing this, we're doing it this way. Here's the here's the new story. It follows the same beats, but we've changed things. So number 1, it's not as controversial. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean the thing is I mean, you got people getting ripped the fuck apart, but yeah. you know, let's not be overly controversial with some of our subject matter. Right. And um, I mean, let's let's kind of make it more of an enjoyable horror experience. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things, though. I mean, the only story I can think of that's an actual one to one, and it does tie back into the comic book stuff, is Watchmen, mm. because Watchmen they use the book as the storyboard like yeah they didn't recreate storyboards they actually were like okay this is how we're going to film it and yeah they changed some lines and kind of edited down some of the the newsletter stuff like or the Mm -hmm. the old diary i guess it is uh and changing the ending (laughs) yeah that's a big one but i mean for for all intents and purposes the 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 crux of that story was exactly the same as how it was in the book Sin City was kind of the same way. Yeah, Sin City was another one. That's true. Um, And part of me is like, okay, did they want to stay faithful to the thing? Or were they too lazy to hire a concept artist to storyboard out all of their stuff? So they're like, "Ah, let's just use the book. That's fine. No, give it here. What is this? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Well, Um, I mean, the the big difference between you take Watchmen, you take Sin City is Frank Miller was involved (laughs) with Sin City. Yes. I don't want anyone shit to do with the movie. Yeah, and I mean, there's and there's, I mean, that's a big thing. It's plus you you look at Watchmen. Watchmen was a nice long arc, whereas yeah. Sin City was kind of these self contained like yeah. couple arc, couple issue right. arcs, novella type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's very true. And yeah, you had room to breathe in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. You had like comedian stuff in Vietnam, and yeah, you, you had mm-hmm. all these big things yeah. to kind of stretch out. I mean, if you want to experience it all, there's the director's cut with all all the stuff. Shit. Like Didn't even the animated. Didn't they animate the graphic novel or something? Yeah, the graphic. They animated the graphic yeah. novel that was in the Watchmen comics, the the pirate comic. Right. And that's and they released that as a as a separate uh, release. But then with the director's cut, it's added into the movie at the points that it was in the comic. Interesting. And it's just like, because it's kind of like a parallel tale to what's going on with Watchmen. And I mean, it's just, it's fucking weird, man. Just Watchmen is the reason you cannot do a one for one. Yeah. Plain and simple. I mean, there's way too many moving parts. Things are going to go lost in the shuffle. You have to make cuts. And I mean, if you want to say that everything is important, then great, but don't do it as one film. I mean, break it into like a break it into a trilogy if you have to. So maybe the whole Infinity War being two films is the right way to go. Oh, it's Um, absolutely the right way to go. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cool. So so it didn't feel like there was a cliffhanger and like, oh, man, like I I feel cheated out of the. (sighs) Without giving too much away, there is a cliffhanger. But it's a satisfying cliffhanger. 
I, I've heard it. I've heard it, and you guys can tell me if this is true or not. I've heard it correlated to Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. To where you have finality, sort of. There's yes. more shit that's about to happen. You know, mm-hmm. Han's getting taken away in the deal, and Luke lost his hand, and I mean, shit's bad. Yep. It's dire, but we know what the next thing is. Like we know yes. where we're headed. And as long as it's that, and there is a nice like break. Yeah. I think I'm going to be okay with it. Like. I'm not going to be too butthurt about it. Yeah, they they ended it at the right moment. Uh, if they had decided to go past what they had uh, as the ending currently, it would have been it would have been too much. Mm. Yeah, uh, because you you have to feel that ending. You, you know? have to feel and, the gravity of of yeah. the end of the movie. Um. Mm. Yeah, they. I think they stopped it pretty spot on. Like people, definitely people were upset. Um, there were but, theaters where people went like once, uh, once the ending basically kicked off, the audiences were completely silent. Yeah. Until like the credits rolled. Or like what? Like, the fuck? like yeah. yeah. There you go. You got it. You so got it's it. it's one of those like, oh wow, like. Uh, I, I wonder, and on the flip side, you had the new It remake to where at the end of It, people are like, that was a good movie. And then right before the credits started, it says, end of part one. And you're like, there's a fucking part two? Like, what? Yeah, we got to uh, explain what happens 27 years later, motherfuckers. Yeah, of course, because yeah, oh, Pennywise has got to dance some more. Idris <laughs> Elba is about to jump in. That dark Power style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. uh, Kevin Feige uh, recently, maybe two weeks ago, uh, announced movies that were being worked on for Phase Four slash Five. The Eternals is one of them. Mm. Nova is another one. So hopefully we get the uh, the 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 first Nova, not Sam Alexander. Yeah. Um, and fucking Moon Knight. <laughs> See, these are the, the, the... You hate to say, like, because we'll get angry letters, like, scraping the sides of stuff, but, like, these are not characters I'm super familiar with. But Moon Knight is they're... basically a schizophrenic Batman. Huh. It is... If When you get Comixology Unlimited, yeah, look for some Moon Knight books, because it is... Uh, one guy, and he's got like four different personalities. Like one of them's a rich playboy, one of them's a cab driver, one of them's Moon Knight, and another one. And it's like, it's some weird shit. And he is fucking brutal. Wow! Like huh. it is, it is terrific. Um, he is, for lack of better purposes, the the, as I said, he is Marvel's answer to Batman. If Batman killed. Interesting. Yeah. So that and um, depend depending how close they get to the the whole merger, you can yeah. have Moon, Moon Knight have a personality of Wolverine. Yeah. Because he does have that in the comics. He has a Wolverine persona. He has a Spider Man persona. Because he knows these he knows these heroes. Oh he has a Captain America persona. So like yeah. Depending <sighs> how deep in yeah. you can you can get that. He what's is, what's the uh, character from Heroes? Siler. 
Oh yeah. Like took the yeah. Huh. Just starts taking people's abilities and he fucking <laughs> has be, them in his head. That'd be rad. Oh but, man. I mean, it's just Moon Knight was one of those things that uh, once the Defenders thing was kind of being a thing and they were like, oh, well, we're going to have more stuff coming to Netflix. And then they kind of said, well, Disney's doing their own streaming service. So fuck you guys. Yeah. yeah okay. um, I mean, we got Punisher. Uh, but the next batch was rumored to be um, it was going to kick off with the Punisher. Then it was going to be Blade, Ghost Rider and Moon Knight. Which would have been an awesome fucking lineup. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, it's one of those things. Another fun fact, though, before Guardians of the Galaxy, um, James Gunn pitched a Moon Knight movie. Mm. Mm. And James Gunn, he's doing that last Guardians, and Mm. he hasn't talked about what he's working on after that. Yeah. That'd so maybe, just maybe, we're getting the James Gunn fucking Moon Knight, which I would be <laughs> excited about. That'd be cool. His, I mean, his his style is, it just fits that character. You ever see Super? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Oh, that's funny. Yup, yup. That's, <laughs> I, I mean, need to rewatch it, but that, God, that's a fucked up movie. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's what we would get something similar with fucking Moon Knight where oh, we'd just man. be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, like it would most likely they could probably squeeze a PG-13 out of it. Uh, but most likely it would be the, the quote unquote first R rated MCU film. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's just. <laughs> Who knows, man? But I'd hey, be at least the, as shit. The, yeah, the future looks bright um, in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But guys, I think that's gonna do it for episode fifty-five. Fifty-five. Right? We just went Ooh. in about an hour and fifty-five. <laughs> yeah, literally an hour and forty-nine, forty-nine. That's where it is yeah, right yeah. now. So, so yeah, almost two-hour podcast. Hope you guys dug it. Hope you guys like the new video format that we got going on. Uh, but yeah, thanks for joining us, gentlemen. Thank you, as always. I'm slowly getting into the whole Marvel comic stuff, so we'll have the, these conversations will get bigger and bigger as the show goes on. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, we had some pro wrestling talk. We yep. had some Marvel comics talk. Yep. You know, next time we'll do some video games talk. Who knows? Yep. But yeah. it sounds like brother around to me. Yeah. You know, it's, it is what it is. But once again, shout out to Maury. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see you again real soon. Um, she she stood her claim. Bam branded us yep. for life and we're better for it so we're keeping we will, we're keeping uh, we're keeping our chair where it is that's right yep. absolutely so um but yeah for the time being you're gonna have the three amigos right here the three musketeers that yep. that middle twix bar i'm still gonna <laughs> say it about the twix bar there's gonna be a middle one there's gonna be three that's gonna be fine it's, that's it's it the king size it's the king size twix except for that last one's kind of fucking broken that that was <laughs> that was missing that was yeah. it's still delicious it got, and you know how yeah. delicious it is but so it's when not, you gave to a friend you're just like fucking that's right have this one. that that yeah. twix would got called to their planet like yeah. the 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 smoochy dog or whatever it is like beep, boop, 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 got going home Pikmin. But, <laughs> yeah you uh, omar what's his name uh, like the <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. But that's our time. Thanks for hanging out with us. You know where to find us, twitch.tv slash precipicepodcast. Also, sometimes now, on my YouTube. I guess we'll start putting those up again. 
<laughs> Sometimes. Eventually. You know. It'll be there. It is. It'll be there. But yeah, that's it for us. We will see you guys next week here on Brethren Around. Peace. <laughs>